Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Punishment Show right here on White Pride Radio. I am your host, Paul Brown, and I am broadcasting from the Fiery Cross on a hillside somewhere in the Rust Belt region of America. Here on the Rust Belt Punishment Show, I begin with a pro-white commentary piece and follow up with some mainstream media news articles and give you my honest opinion on each one. Let's begin the show with this evening's commentary piece. We have to chase a million honey and no remorse and no more Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Clansman Show right here on White Pride Radio. I am your host. Paul Brown, and today is Tuesday, May 2nd, 2023, and it is 7 p.m. here in the Rust Belt. This evening's commentary is titled, The Nuclear Family is Key to Democracy. To say that things have become upside down in American society in the last 20 to 30 years or so is the understatement of the year. However, to be perfectly fair, every succeeding younger generation has been met with calls of derision and criticism by the older generation. The cries of what they show on TV, listen to those song lyrics, I can't believe what kids are getting away with, are a constant with every new generation. Nothing new there. It is true that every new age seems to bring with it a relaxation of moral standards, a redrawing of previously held moral lines in the sand, a new interpretation of what is considered normal and acceptable. In the 1950s, TV married couples were shown sleeping in twin beds separated by a three-foot-wide nightstand. That's ridiculous by today's standards. Yet, there was a certain order to things in days gone by, an underpinning of absolute right and wrong that served as the foundation of the house of societal order, even as the upper floors of swearing on TV or nudity in movies or vulgarity in music lyrics, changed and became looser and more risque. To wit, right through the 1980s, these aspects, among many others, of American culture remained largely unchanged from the 1950s. Kids did their homework, didn't talk back to teachers, and rarely entertained the idea of cheating. The thought of being called down to the principal's office was a serious and intimidating matter. As a young person, your mind was oriented towards finishing school, perhaps going on to college or trade school, getting a job, getting married, and raising a family. The phrase, wait until your father gets home, was truly frightening to a misbehaving child. If a girl, quote, 
got in trouble, unquote, it was a point of life-disrupting sadness at the least and a complete family humiliation at the worst. Underage smoking, drinking, or drug use was seriously frowned upon, explicitly punishable by law and a cause for social repudiation. Individual reputations were often broken with lifelong implications. All these facets of American life through the 1980s were tied together by one common element. The majority of American households with children were two-parent households. There were, of course, a minority of one-parent households by way of divorce or early death, but those were the exception. Two-parent households were the norm. Before 1980, out-of-wedlock births were a small minority of the total. Since the 1990s, that number has risen to over 40% of all births, which is an astonishing number, and even is higher among the Black and Hispanic communities, estimated at 70% and 51%, in 2018, respectively. The decline of the two-parent household since around 1990 has ushered in a marked deterioration in the decency and ethical principles of American life. Proponents of the so-called enlightenment and tolerance of current social norms and behaviors may scoff at the attitudes and practices of the 1960s or 1980s. But the nuclear two-parent families of a few decades ago did, in fact, impart a structured, widely accepted, and absolute sense of right and wrong that today's youth simply don't have. The rules of right and wrong transcended racial and demographic boundaries and were independent of income or social class. Everyone knew what was right and what was wrong. That certainly doesn't mean everyone adhered to the rules. They didn't. But everyone knew the rules. Kids were taught by their families that you went to school, respected your elders, behaved properly in public, good table manners, and no bad language at a restaurant, no chewing gum in church, held the door for elderly, that kind of thing, showed up for work on time and gave it a good effort, kept your word, didn't steal or cheat, and so on. These were the rules. We all knew them. That knowledge of right and wrong is the glue that holds civilized society together and enables it to operate correctly. Translated from childhood behavior to adult workplace practices, the time-honored rules of right and wrong provide the guidelines for the proper functioning of business relationships in the market economy. In a capitalistic system, There is a high degree of intrinsic trust and expectation between the buyer, seller, 
participants. Each party expects the other to operate within the bounds of ethical behavior. While there is complete understanding by each side that the other will endeavor to leverage the transaction to their maximum advantage, the seller tries to maximize their profit while the buyer seeks to get the best deal and terms. This marketplace adversarial con confrontation is underpinned by assumption of a basic inherent fairness to the game. Within the rules of right and wrong, each side is free to exercise their skill and experience to achieve the most adventurous outcome possible. However, the system only works when both sides recognize that the overall game is, indeed, governed by the notion of the rules of right and wrong rules that have imparted generation after generation by the structure of the two-parent nuclear family. The exact same holds true for politics and the justice system. We all understand how things are supposed to be, what fairness and even-handedness are, and how the pillars of government and the courts should act. While there is widespread recognition that there has always been some degree of law for the privileged, ranging from fixing a speeding ticket to non-prosecution for the child of a senator. For the most part, the average citizen could count on a reasonably fair shake at the hands of the law. Likewise, in politics, people used, used to have fairly high confidence in the integrity of our electoral system and the notion that most public servants were there, in fact, to serve the public. But now, everything has defined the successful legitimate functioning of the American capitalistic democracy is coming under serious question. People have, have lost faith in marketplace fairness. Businesses are thought to cheat and discriminate, so people feel no compunction stealing from them. Young Congress people accept gifts of expensive clothing and commit insider trading crimes based on their exclusive foreknowledge of pending legislation. Yet they publicly criticize those who dare object. All manner of aberrant personal behavior, such as men identifying as women so they can invade the girls' locker room, is excused under the indigenous guise of tolerance. The word democracy for Americans has come to represent more than just a voting system. Our democracy stands for the opportunity to choose one's work, to build a life of one's choosing, to be treated fairly under the law as long as one follows the rules and to essentially have the freedom to live without the fear of oppressive government dictates, all the while having the ability to have your voice heard in a legitimate way, by vote 
or petition or peaceful demonstration. Democracy stood for all this because of the deep-rooted concepts of right and wrong as taught to children for generations by law-abiding two-parent families. When you take away the two-parent family, American democracy, as defined above, collapses like a wobbly Jenga tower. Come on down. The price is always right at the American Heritage Store. We've got all your pro-white needs at reasonable prices. Tell them what we got, Bob. Okay. We've got belt buckles, hats, pins, flags, t-shirts, sweatshirts, and items too many to mention here. Go to www.kkknationaloffice.com and tap on the American Heritage Store banner and see for yourself. No mask required here. Emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual purge sanctioned by the U.S. government. Commencing at the siren, any and all crime, including murder, will be legal for 12 continuous hours. Enough of the mainstream media pushing whatever the government tells them to push. Enough being told as white people that we should be ashamed of our white skin. Enough of watching our white history being erased to appease non-white people in our white Christian nation. Listen to Behind the Hood every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday exclusively here on AltRightTV.com. The Invisible Knight brings you one news article, gives you his opinion on it, all in 15 minutes. If you want the truth, that's what you'll get on Behind the Hood. Your daily dose of truth. Okay, uh, welcome back everyone. Uh, thank you for staying tuned in here to the Rust Belt Klansman Show here on White Pride Radio. Uh, that commentary was very uh, interesting. And, you know, speaking of the nuclear family, and it didn't uh, say this, at one time, the nuclear family wasn't just a mother and a father, but it was four to six children within that nuclear family uh, as well. And uh, I'm sure most of you know that the destruction of the nuclear family is a, uh, a, a tool towards the path of communism uh, here in America. Uh, Black Lives Matter and their, uh, uh, I don't know what you would call it, their uh, purpose. That's, they state that the, the destruction of the nuclear family is Black Lives Matter, uh, Black Lives Matter's goal as well. Uh, Black Lives Matter is a communist supporting organization. So, now, 
uh, it's shocking. And I'm, I'm just going to go through these quickly. Uh, it's shocking to see, and it's going to be shocking for you to hear, just how many goals towards communism have already been reached in America. Uh, this article comes from The Blaze, and the headline is, 45 Communist Goals for America. Uh, here's the list. Number one, U.S. should accept coexistence as the only alternative to atomic war. Number two, U.S. should be willing to capulate and preference to engaging in atomic war. Uh, number three, develop the illusion that total disarmament by the U.S. would be a demonstration of moral strength. Four, permit free trade between all nations regardless of communist affiliation and regardless of whether or not items could be used for war. Five, extend long-term loans to Russia and Soviet satellites. Six, provide American aid to all nations regardless of communist domination. Seven, grant recognition of Red China and admission of Red China to the UN. Eight, set up free and West Germany as separate states in spite of uh, Kugushchev's promise in 1955 to settle the German question by free elections under supervision of the UN. Number nine, prolong the conferences to ban atomic tests because the U.S. has agreed to suspend tests as long as negotiations are in progress. 10. Allow all Soviet satellites individual representation in the UN. 11. Promote the UN as the only hope for mankind. If its charter is rewritten, demand that it be set up as a one-world government with its own independent armed forces. 12. Resist any attempt to outlaw the Communist Party. 13. Do away with loyalty oaths. 14. Continue giving Russia access to the U.S. Patent Office. 15. Capture one or both of the political parties in the U.S. Boy, we know that, don't we? Uh, election time here in America, uh, you're just voting for the lesser uh, of the two evils. Uh, 16. Use technical decisions of the courts to weaken basic American institutions by claiming their activities violate civil rights. 17. Get control of the schools. Use them as transmission belts for socialism and current communist propaganda. Soften the curriculum. Get control of teachers' associations. Put the party line in textbooks. Just look at America's public uh, school system. 
you know, a, a lot of people see uh, how the public school system is crumbling in America, but they don't know why. There's why. This is a uh, goal for communism in America. Uh, 18, gain control of all student newspapers. 19, use riots to format public protests against programs or organizations that are under communist attack. 20, infiltrate the press. Get control of book review assignments, editorial writing, policy-making positions. Well, we know uh, uh, who infiltrated the press, uh, Hollywood, uh, the Jews. 21, gain control of key positions in radio, TV, and motion pictures. There we go. Who controls that? The Jews. Uh, 22, continue discrediting American culture by degrading all form of artistic expression. An American communist cell was told to eliminate all good sculpture from parks and buildings, substituting shapeless, awkward, and meaningless forms. Now imagine that. Uh, we all see how uh, uh, our history, uh, our statues of our forefathers and uh, American heroes and so forth were all brought down. And uh, uh, look at the mean meaningless stuff. Uh, look at the uh, uh, tribute uh, a sculpture, this one just pops into my mind first, of uh, Martin Luther King. Uh, this was just a big thing in the news uh, not too, too long ago uh, that said, you know, what the hell is this? And it was, you know, the arms and it looked like two bodies bending. It looked like a sexual act is what it looked like. Uh, 23, control art critics and directors of art museums. Our plan is to promote ugliness, repulsive, meaningless art. Eliminate all, all laws governing obscenity, obscenity by calling them censorship and a violation of free speech and free press. 25, Break down cultural standards of morality by promoting pornography and obscenity in books, magazines, motion pictures, radio, and TV. Uh, you know, I've said many times on the show, uh, the por pornography uh, is pumped into our culture uh, by the Jews. And uh, here... Uh, uh, all of these communist uh, goals for America are being brought on by the Jews. Uh, 26. Present homosexuality, degeneracy, and promiscuity as normal, natural, and healthy. What are we seeing today uh, with these homosexuals running the streets? Uh, grooming children, and, uh, you know, uh, uh, we're being told this is normal and healthy. 
we know better. But see, when they when they can attack our uh, America's children and teach them that it's healthy and normal, these children will go through school, college, and come out and think that homosexuality uh, is normal and healthy when we know it is not. Uh, 27, infiltrate the churches and replace revealed religion with social religion. Discredit the Bible and emphasize the need for intellectual maturity, which does not need a religious crush. Uh, you know, it, it, they had to get rid of uh, religion to promote homosexuality because uh Anybody that's just a little bit familiar with the Bible uh, knows the story of Sodom and Gomorrah, uh, two cities uh, that God destroyed for homosexuality. See, children aren't learning this. They're not being taught biblical principles. Um, eliminate prayer or any phase of religious expression in the schools on the grounds that it violates the principle of separation of church and state. And I just mentioned that about uh, uh, prayer being taken out of schools. Uh, discredit the American institution by calling it inadequate, old-fashioned, out of step with modern needs, a hindrance to cooperation between nations on a worldwide basis. Uh, it, our own government does this with the Constitution. Our government's goal is to be a communist nation. Make, make no mistake about that. I discredit the American founding fathers, present them as selfish aristocrats who had no concern for the common man. Belittle all forms of American culture and discourage the teaching of American history on the ground that it was only a minor part of the big picture. Give more emphasis to Russian history since the communists took over. Uh, we see our culture every day uh, being destroyed. Uh, you know, it's just like these cockroaches. Uh, invaders uh, coming into America. Do you think they care about American culture? Do you think they care about our history? Of course not. Our heritage? No, they don't care. They hate us. Uh, this is why uh, uh, this flood of cockroaches, you know, just walking into the border. Uh, you know what it is? It's white replacement. Uh, if they can flood the country with so uh, so many cockroaches to where uh, white people are the minority. And then, uh, once we are the minority, uh, you know, uh, all these uh, uh, scumbags will be killing us. They'll be killing us. Don't make no mistake. These people aren't coming here uh, for a better life. They're coming for your life. Uh, and remember, white replacement is a softer name for white genocide. 
32, support any socialist movement to give centralized control over any part of the culture, education, social agencies, welfare programs, mental health clinics, etc. 33, eliminate all laws or procedures which interfere with the operation of the communist apparatus. Eliminate the House Committee on Un-American Activities. Discredit and eventually dismantle the FBI. Infiltrate and gain control of more unions. Infiltrate and gain control of big business. Uh, 39. Dominate the psychiatric profession and use mental health laws as a means of gaining coercive control over those who oppose communist goals. <coughs> there is a perfect example of where what was once wrong is now right, and what was once right is now wrong. We are being, uh, if you're white and you're patriotic, you're proud of your uh, uh, white skin, you're proud of uh, America, this is what they're saying, that we should be labeled as mentally ill. You know, what about uh, up until 1972, homosexuality was considered a mental illness. Look at these freaks. You want to tell me that's not a mental illness? Who in the hell in their right mind would walk around, men walk around dressed as women and vice versa? Who in their right mind would target little children? Are you starting to see now all these things that are taking place in America right now? is steering us into a communist country. Communism. Uh, number 40. Discredit the family as an institution. Encourage promiscuity and easy divorce. Uh, 41. Emphasize the need to raise children away from the negative influence of parents. We see the public schools taking control over America's children, while parents, uh, uh, most of them, it seems, just idly sit by. Idly sit by. Uh, uh, they don't pay any attention uh, to what's going on around them uh, at all. It, it, it blows my mind. Uh, and 42... Create the impression that violence and insurrection are legitimate aspects of the American tradition that students and special interest groups should rise up and make a united force to solve economic, political, or social problems. Uh, 43. Overthrow all colonial governments before native populations are ready for self-government. 44. International, internationalize the Panama Canal. And 45. Repeal the Connolly Reser Reservation so the U.S. cannot prevent the World Court from seizing jurisdiction over 
domestic problems, give the world court jurisdiction over domestic problems, give the world court jurisdiction over nations and individuals alike. Um, I found this to be a uh, an excellent uh, article, and uh, I am going to save this because uh, th I just went through uh, the little bits uh, of each one of these uh, goals, communist go goals uh, for America, uh, but there was much more. Uh, at the end of the show, I, uh, I tell everyone how you can contact the show. And if you would like a copy uh, of this uh, article, uh, I can send that to you and that you can read uh, the whole thing there. Uh, because I, I, I couldn't take all of that time uh, to do that uh, here this evening. Well, let's see what else. Well, okay, they're speaking of uh, communist goal. Uh, let me find it here. And I have said that, uh, you know, uh, pedophilia is on its way to being legalized. You know, a lot of people uh, call me crazy, uh, say you're crazy. Uh, that's what they said a couple uh a few years ago, uh, when you told them that uh, homosexuality was going to be running rampant. Okay, now I am having trouble finding this article. Ah, here we go. Uh, this also comes from the news source, uh, The Blaze. <clears throat> and the headline to this is, now, get this. You know, uh, a couple of years ago, uh, when I said we're heading for the day to where uh, child molestation is legalized, and people thought uh, then uh, that I was crazy. Let this headline sink in. Trans-Democrats bill may allow Minnesota to treat pedophiles as a protected class. Yeah. Yeah, here, here we go. Uh, does it still sound like uh, I'm preaching or throwing conspiracy theories out there? Does it still seem that way now? Uh, degenerates sexually attracted to children may soon enjoy special treatment as a protected class in the state of Minnesota on account of a new democratic bill. The Human Rights Act is the state law prohibiting discrimination in employment, housing, public accommodations, public services, education, credit, and business, and is enforced by the Minnesota Department of Human Rights. The act presently makes it clear in some division 4044 under 363A03 definitions that sexual orientation 
does not include a physical or sexual attachment to children by any adult. Uh, <laughs> this is why, you know, our forefathers didn't want non-whites in our government. Uh, and, you know, that's only natural. I say this all the time. How many non-white governments do you think have white people telling those native people what they're going to do? Uh, now, I don't have the statistics on that, but uh, I, I bet it's very, very, very low, if any, even. Uh, and also, uh, homosexuals. America was founded as a white Christian uh, country. Do you think our uh, forefathers intended to have queers running the show? Queers making laws for uh, straight white people, Christian people? Of course not. Of course not. Uh, Transvestic state representative Lee Finke, uh named Woman of the Year for Minnesota by USA Today, has introduced HF 1655, dubbed the Take Pride Act, which was reportedly incorporated into the Judiciary Policies Omnibus Bill. Uh, this is crazy. It, it, it shocks me uh, that they put that transvestic because uh, we had a name when I was growing up for men that dressed like women, transvestites. But that was, uh, I guess, too harsh of a word. So now they changed it to transgender. But transvestites, they are. Sodomites, they are. Uh, the stated purpose of the bill is to amend the Human Rights Act, thereby creating a separate definition for gender identity, removing certain sections in the Human Rights Act that allow for discrimination based on sexual orientation and making a variety of other changes into uh, existing law. Finke's bill specifically targets Subdivision 44 and would remove the clarification that sexual orientation, a protected class under the law, excludes pedophiles. Now, you know, uh, these homosexuals, there is a high percentage of homosexuals that are uh, pedophiles. This is true. I, I don't have the paper. Um, I, I saw it uh, uh, several months ago. It might have even been a year ago of the percent of uh, homosexuals that are also pedophiles. And it is a very high number. And here we go. We have homosexual uh, people in our government pushing to legalize pedophilia. Think about that. Uh, nothing in the bill changes or weakens any crimes against children or the state's ability to prosecute those who break the law, said Finke. 
Of course, pedophilia is not a sexual orientation. The language never should have been included in the statutory definition in the first place. Crimes against children are located in Minnesota's criminal statutes, and again, they remain unchanged. There are laws on the books concerning various crimes against children and sex crimes more generally, although it is unclear whether unactioned pedophilia might nevertheless be interpreted to enjoy protected status as a consequence of Finke's proposal. Red State indicated that while pedophilia is not in truth a sexual orientation, that is exactly what the language says. Alpha News reported that Republicans intend to strike back with an amendment underscoring that adults with a physical or sexual attachment to children are not a protected class under the Human Rights Act. Uh, and, you know, it, it goes back and forth here about this. But, but there you have it. There you have it. Uh, we already have homosexuals uh, within our government pushing for, uh, you know, now they're not just happy to push for uh, freedoms for queers, uh, which in the end, these uh, homosexuals are going to find out just how acceptable they are. Uh, you know, I cannot wait until these people meet their maker, our maker, my maker. Uh, you know, uh, uh, these fairies think they have it rough in this life. Just wait until God uh, gets a hold of them. And trust me, that's a guarantee. Uh, it's going to happen. Uh, let's see. Did I mention Beasts of the Field this evening? Uh, let me find this article. My things here are... Uh, My articles are all over the place. Okay, I'm going to do this one. This isn't, uh, oh, this is the one that I said I was uh, going to do here uh, when I mentioned Beast of the Field. Uh, so I found it, but I want to backtrack uh, after I do this uh, article and get back into. Uh, uh, more of this uh, homosexual lifestyle and uh, uh, what's really happening. Uh, now this one uh, comes from Raw Story. And this surprises me that they published uh, this article because uh, Raw Story is a uh, leftist uh, news organization or a news source, uh, a childish one uh, at that. I mean, uh, they, they try, but... Uh, you know, their reports and uh, articles that they post look like uh, uh, children uh, did that, did them. Uh, here we go. The headline is, Suspect who shot at family over a basketball in his yard made a racial comment during the attack. 
this uh, suspect who shot at the family is black. The family is white. Now, why isn't this plastered on here? Uh, hate crime. If this would have been a white person uh, that did this to a black family, oh, can you imagine the uproar? Uh, blacks would be back to burning uh, cities down and looting stores empty, uh, demanding justice. But the shoe's on the other foot, so. Uh, the article here, giving an indication of Republican lawmakers' resistance to passing gun control reform, whether in a special session or in the just-completed regular session, Garden Hire said Governor Bill Lee would know better than to rush a special session under these circumstances. Um, you know what I did here? This is not the article to this, uh, to that headline. I'm, uh, just give me one second. I apologize. Uh, I'm going down through this. Uh, no, it is not. Um, sometimes what I do, and, you know, maybe I should be better at uh, editing uh, some of these articles before I do them. But I, if I find a, an article, I have this app, it's called Pocket, and I can save uh, the article in there. Uh, and actually, this is where I'm pulling uh, these articles as I'm reading them uh, out of my app, Pocket. And what happens is sometimes I will uh, put one there and then when I copy the next one, I don't, it, it does it, it shows the one that I uh, did before. So I apologize for that. This isn't the first time uh, here on the show that this has happened. And I assure you, uh, I am going to start looking uh, at these articles before I do the show. Because, uh, but I saw this article though, and I actually read it. Uh, the, this black suspect that shot at a family, I guess the little girl's basketball went into his yard. Well, I, this uh, creature, uh, I don't know what else you would call somebody that would shoot at a family because a little girl's basketball uh, went into his yard. Uh, this is a, another example of uh, retard uh, strength and retardation. Uh, kicking in to do something like this. And anyhow, the black guy told them he hates white people. So, uh, there you have it. Uh, th these people, these blacks have no threshold whatsoever with what makes them angry. Uh, and I'm sure you've seen the headlines too. Uh, my God, if they go to a restaurant and it advertises 20 chicken nuggets for a certain price, and there's only 19 there. Uh, all hell breaks loose because they were shortchanged a uh, chicken nugget. I remember there was a uh, store, this was, uh, oh, well, several, 
uh, years ago, uh, I was doing a show, co-hosting a show uh, called White Revolution News, and uh, I co-hosted for uh, Kine and Dutton uh, on Straight Arm Media, and it was uh, back then. It was some kind of a chicken sandwich that came back. I don't know what uh, restaurant chain it was anymore, uh, but this new chicken sandwich uh, came back, and they were selling them that fast that they were running out. Well, uh, black people were actually going into the store and pulling guns on the workers if they didn't have that sandwich. It showed people, uh, I saw a black lady, she was in a car, and she rammed the car in front of her, backed up and went around just to get a spot uh, to get this chicken sandwich. And uh, uh, me and Kynan couldn't believe it. Uh, uh, this was crazy. Uh, but I guess you would have had to have uh, been there in the moment uh, because this was happening with this uh, uh, chain, this uh, restaurant chain across the United States. Uh, anywhere there was one of these uh, uh, chicken places that were bringing back this chicken sandwich, uh, all hell was breaking loose because uh, this is the threshold for anger that black people have down to uh, uh, a chicken sandwich. Uh, I've seen many articles, and I think I've done a few on the show. Uh, where black people have pulled guns on people that are running the window because they were short an item. Uh, actually pulling out and probably parked somewhere and uh, see that they are missing something. And then go in the store to where it uh, comes down to uh, the black person pulling a gun, jumping over the counter, uh, beating the hell out of uh, uh, a restaurant uh, chain's clerk, now listen, uh, I've worked at fast food places. Uh, I'm not ashamed to say that. It was a job. And uh, when I needed a job, I took what I could get. Uh, you know, it ain't the best paying job, but it, it was a job. It was ma making honest money. And, uh, you know, it's not the, the, the person that's running the counter. It's not the people that are cooking the food. It's not their fault that the uh, restaurant chain uh, runs out of a certain sandwich. Uh, but that doesn't matter to black people uh, when they don't get their chicken. Uh, it, it's funny because it usually is uh, something dealing with chicken uh, that this happens. But anyhow, uh, I didn't didn't have the actual article uh, for that story. I did have the uh, headline, though. Okay, now I said I wanted to backtrack. Uh, let's see here. I had saw, I had found some uh, some things here about uh, homosexuals that uh, they don't really uh, publish. Oh. Okay, here we, here we go, this one. Uh, this also comes from The Blaze. Uh, wow, I got quite a few stories here. Uh, 
from the blaze. Okay, uh, the headline to this is Trans Teen Dies After Reassignment Surgery. Uh, and I can't help but think that this isn't, uh, this, this is just uh, one instance. Uh, there are probably many uh, that are being covered up. You know, uh, they don't want uh, people to know, they don't want parents and children to know uh, that this is a. Uh, it could cause death uh, to have this done, which any parent that uh, allows their child to go through uh, sexual mutilation should be put in prison for life. Actually, that should be a capital punishment crime. It should. This grooming of children uh, and parents going along with it. Uh, this is uncalled for. Uh, the article here, while trans activists claim that gender-affirming surgeries are safe, there is mounting evidence to the contrary. Now listen, they're not safe. Uh, that was several weeks ago, maybe several months ago. Uh, I found an article, and it was very graphic, uh, about what they do uh, to change the genitals from one race to another. Uh, it was disgusting. Uh, horrible, horrific. You know, just that type of a surgery isn't safe. Isn't safe. Uh, the Post Millennial recently shared a story of a trans teen who died from uh, vaginoplasty complications during a Dutch study. The study was being carried out to justify child sex changes. According to the post-millennial, the deceased was an 18-year-old trans-identified male whose puberty was blocked by the Dutch researchers at a very early stage, meaning there wasn't enough penile tissue for surgeons to use to create a neo-vagina. Therefore, uh, a more risky procedure using a section of the patient's bowel was necessary, which resulted in fatal, uh, fatal necrotizing uh, fascistus. Uh, term there, I, I probably didn't even pronounce that right, but now there, folks. They were going to take this young man's penis and turn it into a vagina. Um, this makes me want to cross my legs and put my knees together. Uh, men out there listening to the show, can you imagine what type of surgery it would take to change your uh, penis into a vagina? Which, number one, uh, you could do all the cosmetic surgery you want. You're not going to uh, turn a penis into a vagina, and you're not going to uh, uh, be able to attach a penis uh, onto a female. Uh, it, it isn't going to happen. But here, uh, like I said, and this wasn't done, uh, the one that I read, the graphic one, uh, this was one that was uh, supposedly uh, going well, what they call uh, going well. Uh, but th this uh, uh, procedure is horrific. Um, it, it actually, uh, uh, when you was reading the procedure, what they did, 
the uh, only thing that would come to my mind was the making of Frankenstein. Uh, you know how they use different people's body parts to build uh, Frankenstein. You all know the uh, story. Uh, but here, a uh, uh, patient's bow. They took this uh, young man's bow out to try to make him a vagina out of it. Now, you know, uh, sitting here giving you this uh, article, this is just one of those times, and it, there's many. Uh, I have many here when I'm uh, doing the show and uh, reading you these uh, articles but I'm just sitting here shaking my head that I can't believe uh, you know, I'm giving the article and I'm reading it and it's like I can't believe what I'm reading and then I kind of wonder you, did my listeners uh, hear what I'm saying uh, how horrific some of this stuff is or uh, just how some of the uh, craziness uh, that's uh, being shown uh as the new normal uh, is. It, uh, the story continues here. Lauren Chen believes that these gender reassignment surgeries are not only dangerous, but the opposite of what you allow someone you love to do to themselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, uh, they claim, well, they say, and it, it is, uh, these people that cut themselves, you know, cutters, they call them, uh, and I don't know if it's done uh, to make themselves hurt. It, it, I don't know if it's uh, because of a low self-esteem. Uh, I don't know if they like the feeling of pain by doing this. But you know, this is uh, cutting yourself is uh, I don't know. They probably a mental illness, uh, a treatable one though, a treatable uh, mental illness cutting but they will say something like that is uh not right to do cutters cutting themselves and then out of the other side of their mouth are just great to sexually mutilate children unbelievable uh this article continues here the right thing to do she says it's not to allow them to undergo surgeries that will essentially destroy their bodies for the rest of their lives, if not flat out kill them, as we see in this story here. Um, uh, uh, despite the dangers that come with these surgeries, Chen says, the LGBT trans lobby, they love to assure readers and the general public that actually, if someone is undergoing gender dysphoria at a young age, the best thing you can do for that mental, for their mental health, is to affirm their identity, and yes, even put them on medications like hormone blockers or cross-sex hormones. Uh, very seldom. Um, and I at a loss for words, but this is one of them. Uh, the end of this article says, uh, despite the fact that a young boy needlessly lost his life to the cause, 
those who carried out the study still believe these surgeries are worth the risk. Chen says the researchers wanted to assume that you want you want to assure you that vaginal reconstruction has a positive influence on the quality of life of non-transgender and transgender women, but cautions the physicians and patients need to be aware of serious complications that may arise. This was a perfect, healthy 18-year-old male who had his entire life ahead of him, she continues. But because of these doctors who were essentially playing Frankenstein, <laughs> there it is, uh, 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 essentially playing Frankenstein with him, he instead died because a bunch of doctors tried to take his intestines, his colon, and shape them into a vagina. You know, these doctors that do this should end up uh, in prison for the rest of their lives. Or, you know, actually, uh, for doing something like this, uh, another, this should be a capital punishment. Uh, let's see. Oh, here's a good one. I may end the show here uh, on this one. Uh, well, no, actually, there's two. There's two. Uh, this one I found first, so we'll do it first. Uh, this one comes from the Daily Caller. Uh, there, something other than uh, the Blaze. The Blaze is an excellent uh, 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 right-leaning uh, news source. I get a lot of things uh, uh, from the uh, uh, from the Blaze. Daily Caller also. Uh, but anyhow, the headline to this one is "Men Who Also Menstruate." colleagues to provide menstrual products in men's bathrooms. Now, we have heard this uh, uh, going on for, uh, you know, for, for years, uh, several years now, about uh, them putting feminine products. And even in uh, schools, I think I saw one, uh, it was down to... Uh, 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 elementary schools that they were putting these uh, things in. Now, I'm going to read some of this, and I'm going to give you the facts, the straight facts. I don't know who these people uh, think they're key, uh, kidding. Uh, I can't believe they think they're pulling the wool over everybody's eyes uh, that, to even think that this is natural behavior. What they do contradicts natural behavior. What they do is, uh, what it points to is a mental illness, a serious uh, mental illness. Emerson College will provide menstrual products, including tampons and pads, in all men's bathrooms. This decision follows years of lobbying from student activist group Emerson Flows which claims to fight for menstruation equality on campus. What in the hell kind of student uh, uh, group Emerson flows? 
what what are children doing in school? What what a worthless uh, worthless time consuming uh, waste of time. Menstrual flow, or uh, well, that's uh, Emerson flows, but. Uh, in April 2022, Emerson Flows started a petition demanding the college supply period products in all campus bathrooms. The petition reached 408 signatures before Vice President of Student Life, Jim Hoppe, approved a $7,000 initiative for the project. This cost $7,000 just at this one uh, school. Uh, although menstrual products were already distributed in select women's bathrooms, Emerson Flow's president, Emily Lang, insisted they should also be available in men's and gender-neutral gender bathrooms as well, the outlet reported. Um, I don't even have to go any further into the article to give you the facts. Now, here you have uh, these mentally ill people, and they want you to believe that men have periods, men can breastfeed, uh, and uh, men can lactate, and they try to present this. Now, this shows that this is coming from a mentally uh, disturbed mind, their thinking. They want you to think actual men have periods, uh, uh, lactate, and so forth. They're not men at all. This is how twisted and how disturbed these people are. If a woman, oh, that's another thing, men can have babies. And, you know, this is being pushed in America as truth. We're supposed to believe this. What it is, is it is a woman that dresses like a man. And it is a woman. So, of course, she still has her period. Of course, she can get pregnant. And, of course, if she's carrying a child, she can lactate. It's not a man. But this is how twisted uh, uh, these mind, minds are of these mentally ill people that think that they can uh, become the opposite sex. When they're telling you that it is a man uh, lactating, or it is a man having a baby, or it is a man having a period, this is a female dressed as a male. You know, I, that reminds me, too, I was uh, trying to think, I don't remember the uh, headline to the article, uh, but this was a while back also, uh, they, they had a picture of this uh, uh, queer couple, uh, the uh, lady dressed like a man, the man dressed like a woman. So what they did, what, they just switched roles in the house. Well, guess what? The uh, man that was supposed to be a woman 
got the woman that was supposed to be a man pregnant. Now, it was showing pictures of uh, uh, this pregnant woman dressed as a man, the man dressed as a woman, uh, sitting there all love, all lovey, I think on the corner of a bed or something, uh, pregnant. And you know, there was actual people that I'll bet looked at that article and said, oh, that's so cool. That man's having a baby. This mental illness is uh, spreading across America, and it doesn't help. It doesn't help when our own government pushes these ideas, our own government. And then uh, the lackeys to our government, the mainstream media, uh, they're, they're telling you the same thing. You know, uh, for somebody to believe this malarkey, you have to be pretty weak-minded. And speaking of uh, weak-minded, you're not going to believe this one. Uh, this one is a good one to uh, close the show out. This comes from the news source Rare. Headline, Woman married to Ragdoll claims she's expecting second child. That's right. A woman married to a, a rag doll is having a second child. Uh, let's see here. Uh, a 37-year-old Brazilian TikToker who went viral for reportedly marrying a rag doll that her mother made her has announced that she is apparently pregnant with her as an intimate object, an intimate object second child. It's not humanly possible to procreate with a doll, but Maravone Rocca Morales filmed a TikTok featuring a positive pregnancy test. And the TikTok, which currently holds uh, 369,000 views, Morales tells the audience that she is pregnant again with uh, Marcelio's baby. That's the ragdoll's name, Marcelio. Although Marcelio is a doll, she says that she is expecting to have a girl this time around. Uh, Morales spoke to needtoknow.com about her bizarre declaration, saying, I am very happy because I am pregnant with Marcelo again. This time, we're going to have a girl. We really wanted to get pregnant again. Marcelo kept asking when we're going to get another baby. And I said one day, wow. Wow. You know, it is uh, unfathomable that people that, this, that are this mentally ill are walking our streets. You know, uh, that's scary. That's scary. Uh <laughs> Now this just popped into my mind, and uh, I have to say this, uh, because <laughs> can you imagine a mentally ill person that thinks that uh, inanimate dolls are real, uh, that they can get someone pregnant, or they can get pregnant? And what I was picturing was uh, maybe a mother and daughter 
uh, walking down the street and a little girl having a doll in her hand, uh, you know, just a, a normal child, a, no, a normal uh, child, a normal family, the mother, uh, and some mentally ill, seriously mentally ill person that believes that inanimate dolls are real. Imagine if uh, there you are with your daughter standing on the, the street and uh, some weirdo, crackpot, mentally ill idiot comes running up and steals your daughter's doll baby and proceeds to rape that doll baby in the streets. How, how in the hell would you explain that to your child? This is why these people should not be walking among uh, normal people. My God, this is beyond crazy. Uh, let's get back to this. Uh, uh, there were a couple times I felt nauseous, so I would take a test, but they were negative. However, I recently started to get nauseous again, so I bought a test from the local pharmacy, and it was positive. We are so happy. We would love to have a little princess. We're, we already have a boy, but if the baby turns out to be one too, we will love them just the same. Morales then revealed that she and her doll have had marital issues in the past. Wow. Uh, Morales said, uh, since finding out that he cheated on me, we have been very distant. We still live in the same house, but it isn't the same. But now, because of the baby, things are different. Marcelo has been much more affectionate with me, and I believe that this will improve our relationship. This new baby will save our marriage. Well, listen, lady, crackpot, uh, mentally ill idiot. If they weren't, uh, if they were having marital problems, this woman and her uh, uh, doll that she's married to, then uh, how did the woman get pregnant? How did she, how did she get pregnant? She says the uh, uh, this inanimate doll cheated on her, and they were distant. Then how did the woman get pregnant? <laughs> yeah, I can't even believe I'm entertaining this. Uh, he thought. Uh, but, well, it's just that crazy. Uh, while it is obvious that Morellas is not, in fact, pregnant with the baby of a doll, it's not clear whether she is suffering from some sort of psychosis or if she is just trolling online. Either way, TikTokers are extremely confused with one user commenting, I was so happy with her reaction until I remembered that she is married to a doll. Uh, you know what here, though? It says uh, they don't know if this woman is su uh, suffering from some sort of psychosis. But yet, men can become women and women can become men. And that's not some kind of psych, uh, psychotic behavior. 
Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Okay. Um, Going to close out this evening's show. I will be back here uh, Thursday, May 4th at 7 p.m. Eastern, two evenings from now, with another uh, The Rust Belt Klansman show. And I'll see what for other uh, uh, stupidity uh, that I can find uh, some unbelievable stuff uh, online. Uh, look me up on VK and Truth, uh, Truth Social. Uh, on VK, I'm under uh, uh, my name. Uh, on Truth Social, there is a page there for the show. Uh, Truth Social, I'm sure you know, is uh, Donald Trump's version of Twitter. Uh so look up the show, tap follow. Uh, I put uh, show-related things uh, on there, uh, press releases from the Knights Party of the Ku Klux Klan, uh, uh, sermons from Pastor Thomas Robb at the Christian Revival Center in Harrison, Arkansas. So uh, check it out. There's a lot of great things uh, on the page, uh, things that you should be checking out. If you have any news articles, thoughts, ideas, concerns, questions, uh, anything uh, that you want to get off of your chest, you can email straight to the Rust Belt Klansman Show at heyrustbeltklansman at mail.com. You can also call into the show at area code 412-254-6226. You can leave a voicemail or a text message. And uh, I don't answer that phone. I, I just simply don't have time. Uh, I wish I could stay on the phone uh, with my uh, loyal listeners uh, in chit-chat, but uh, that would be totally uh, impossible. But I do read every email, I read every text, and I listen to every uh, voicemail. Uh, if you send an article, uh, uh, if you have a question, uh, you're not ignored. You're not ignored. Uh, I will get in contact with you. Thank you for the news article. Uh, thank you for your uh, kind words towards the show. Um, but I just don't answer. Uh, just because I don't answer the phone doesn't mean I ignore my listeners, because I certainly do not. Um, I try to stay uh, as close to my listeners as I can. We are going to, as always, uh, close the uh, Rust Belt Klansman show out in prayer. If you will give me one second, I'm trying to get this on the, the screen correctly. My white brothers and sisters, please bow your heads. Uphold me, God, in difficult times and I will glorify you. You stand with the righteous and those who trust you rather than their own strength. I put my hope in you and seek to follow the path you have set for me. Strengthen me and sustain me in your mercy and favor. Provide for my needs forever and ever. I give you my devotion and offer you my skill to do as you command me 
and go to where you send me. I am your devoted servant. I owe you more than I can give. Though your enemies have sought to destroy me in this life, I will not be put to shame before you because I trust you for my good and I seek your kingdom and righteousness. I know that you will establish me in the day of your coming, so I will have an everlasting possession in your kingdom because you are faithful to all who trust in you. I give you glory and honor, God, and thank you for your provision. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, you know, uh, no matter what your situation in life is, we all need to uh, thank God for uh, where we are in life. Uh, is life easy? Of course not. Uh, it's not easy. Um, like here with the things going on in the United States, uh, our government promote, promoting homosexuality, <coughs> actual citizens promoting homosexuality. Um, you know, we are being punished for tolerating this. Tolerating this type of behavior is as good as committing the sin yourself. Now, I'm not saying to go out and commit vigilante violence against any group of people. Uh, I do not uh, believe in that. I do not uh, condone that. There are ways you can get involved to stop this nonsense legally. Legally. Uh, you know, uh, our enemies want nothing more than for us to act out like, uh, like, like black people with the low threshold of anger, with a, uh, uh, a low threshold of control uh, of their bodies. This is what our enemies want us as whites to act like, because guess what? The blacks aren't put in prison for it, but I'll bet you white people are. Well, I know white people are. So uh, always... Uh, conduct yourself legally because there's legal ways uh, to take care of this. Well, I'm going to close out the show. I'll see, well, you, I won't see you, but you'll hear me again uh, this Thursday, two evenings from now, May 4th. Uh, stay safe and God bless until, uh, I want to say we meet again, but I, I guess kind of, if you're listening to the show, uh, to me that is uh, uh, kind of meeting. Uh, uh, this is a, uh, uh, it, it's not a professional show, and I don't want it to be uh, a professional show. I want it to be like a common person speaking to common people. So uh, uh, that's the whole idea of the show, uh, to make it, um, uh, I don't know, family-oriented, uh, friendly, friend-oriented. Uh, uh, I don't believe in uh, putting on a, uh, a big show, a big to-do, uh, you know, uh, all the fancy uh, side noises and things that are added to shows. Uh, I don't believe in editing my show uh, because, you know, if I uh, need a drink, 
while I'm doing the show. You probably hear that, but guess what? I, people make noise when they're getting a drink. Uh, there's nothing unnatural about that. So, you know, if I get a drink, uh, I get a drink. If I could hear you and you got a drink, I, I wouldn't care. Uh, because I'm, I'm not trying to be fancy. I'm not a fancy person at all. Uh, I'm just uh, uh, your down-home uh, redneck uh, with a lot of news. Uh, but anyhow, um, I know I get a lot of uh, uh, praise from uh, diff different listeners, and uh, you know I appreciate it. Uh, I'd be a liar if I said, you know, it didn't make me feel good to see that there's people out there actually listening to the show and, you know, uh, they can't wait to hear uh, the next show. That's great. Uh, but I, I don't I don't put myself any higher than my listeners. Uh, listen, we're all the same. Uh, we're all in the same boat together. Um, you know, I don't believe in uh, within the white race. Anyhow, I don't believe in uh, one person being any better uh, than the other. Uh, we're all in this. Uh, so, like they said over the uh, coronavirus, you know, you had all these country stores. I forget what idiot uh, first said it. You know, here's this uh, uh, virus that at the time, you know, nobody really knew uh, what this virus was capable of. We just knew that uh, uh, China sent it to us. And uh, the country singers uh, are putting out videos. Remember, we're all in this together. You know, they're living in mansions, eating caviar, uh, drinking the finest of booze, you know, and uh, <laughs> they're nothing like common people. Uh, so you know, for somebody like that to say we're in this together, it's kind of asinine because we're not in it with them. Uh, that's for damn sure. Uh, uh, but here on the show, uh, we are here uh, in it together, and I really appreciate uh, everyone's loyal listenership. With that, I am going to close my mouth now and uh, actually end the show until Thursday, two nights from now. As always, from the Rust Belt Clansman Show, myself, Paul Brown, White Power! Yeah, here it dies.